Have I already started with the song? I think I fucking have. Oh, I already messed up this podcast. Diddly do by diddly die day. Number 96, welcome to the random podcast, 29th of August or something, who gives a flying fuck? The days don't matter, they're all the same, especially in LA, where there's no fucking seasons, it's always hot, and I'm sweating like a whore. I'm sweating like a whore, I just took a shower, but I'm still fucking sweating, because I'm sweating like a whore. Oh, I went to the gym, is there any fucking point I'd have? To go to prison to have the time to get the body that I would really want. I Alright, have to book a movie and they'd say to me, Oh Mark, you need to put on bustle. And then I'd say, Tell me two million dollars and then I will bulk up. But until then, what's the fucking point? I did squats last week. Oh, I regret doing the fucking squats all week. Why am I doing squats is the question that my buddy Joe asked me the other day. And I said, you know what, Joe? That's a good question. Welcome to the podcast, people. Random number 96. Giddy up. I was like, he's like, why are you doing, why are you doing squats? And I said, I don't know. To get my ass in in great shape. Lovely shape. And he said, why? And I said, because I don't know why. And then my hamstrings were in bits. It's been like a week. My hamstrings are just recovering. And it's like, what's the point? Am I playing soccer? No. Am I trying to impress someone with my ass? Only myself. Only me, myself. Why am I doing squats? No one fucking knows. And no one fucking cares. Just in case. Although a girl once said, Oh, you have a pancake ass. Which I believe is a compliment. Because everyone loves pancakes. So that's what she was trying to say. Oh, hello, mister. Everyone loves your ass, ass. I said, thank you. Thank you for calling me a pancake ass. But why am I doing squats? Why even? What is? I hate legs. Doing leg day at the gym. It's such bullshit. I've grand legs as is. They're beautiful, stunning, stunning legs. What is? What happens when I take off my pants? People will be like, <whistles> stunning. And I'll say, <whistles> thank you. But fuck squats. With a passion. Why am I doing squats? Who am I trying to impress? Am I trying to impress the girls with my ass? Or the boys at the gym to be look at me squatting? 15 kg on each side. Fuck squats. Oh, my legs are even sore thinking about them. I remember one time ages ago I did squats. I was able to do... I don't know what I was doing. I had someone spotting me so I could do like... Maybe two 45s on each side too much I only did a few but Jesus my legs were in bits after oh my ass is actually sore now thinking about it it was so bad and then to make it even better this is why I stopped doing squats I was like what the fuck I remember I was having the sex having the sex having the old 
Haven't you all? How's your mother? Haven't you all? Oh, get up them steps. Haven't you all? Giddy up. Haven't you all? Haven't you all? Cuckoo. Haven't you all? Would you like a cup of tea? Haven't you all? Ah, sure. It's getting late. Haven't you all? Would you like to put the potato in the cabbage patch? As we say in Ireland, never. And during the uh, Ponder Pipe and Pleasure Pond, as they call it in uh, some classic Irish books, my legs seized up. The hamstrings just. Oh, they seized. Oh, they seized like no more. No, like no other. Like the high seas, they clenched and they gripped and the pain. And I had to flop to the side. And I didn't want to yell, ha, because I thought I was pulling both hamstrings and I had to play soccer that time. And I was like, please don't pull on me hamstrings. Please don't give out on me legs. Come on, buddy. Don't let me down now, buddy. I'm a young, sprightly man. Don't let me down, buddy. Don't let me down. And uh, the girl was like, oh, my God, what happened? And I was like, ah, I just need to sleep. You know yourself, I just need to sleep. Good old detour, good old lie. But, yeah, fuck squats. No more squats. No one I'm going running up a hill. Although I might go riding horses, too. I saw this girl that was riding horses. She's like, I don't go to the gym to get this ass. I just ride horses. And holy Jesus, best ass I've seen. Almost as good as mine. So from now on, I might go ride horses. Horses are maybe a pony. Maybe a donkey. I'll ride a donkey around West Hollywood. Cruising around the streets. Dodging traffic. Ducking and diving. Ducking and diving for the boys. How are you getting around? No, I'm living the donkey life these days, lads. Living the life of a donkey. I'm a donkey man. Used to be a car man, now I'm a donkey man. Goodbye, Uber. Although I can never say goodbye to Uber. I've been having two Ubers hooked me up. Don't get a car if you go to LA. Uber. Uber it up. Although my favorite thing, well, not my, obviously not my favorite thing. I remember the other day, I heard, remember I was in an Uber poor. Uber pool to you people that can't use your brain. I was in an Uber pool once time. Once time. Once time I was in an Uber pool. And it was the driver, me in the front. There was a dude in the back. And we picked up this girl and she was beautiful. Beautiful. Like too hot to be in an Uber pool, to be honest. She got into the back seat and... uh, I could just, myself and the driver, we could feel, we could feel it coming. The guy in the back seat was going to try his luck. Chance his arm. Which I don't think is bad talking to someone if you're in the back seat. It's different if you're, if she was out running and she ran by and you're like, oh, how's it going? But if you're in the back seat of a car, you're almost like, it's awkward. It's even odder not to be like, oh, hi, how are you? But the dude... Just said to her, uh, do you like music? <laughs> and the girl was like, no, I have a boyfriend. Oh, 
I don't know how me and the driver didn't laugh more because we looked at each other. We were like, oh, Jesus, there's a line. No, I have a boyfriend. Oh, that was beautiful. Sweet. Sweet as a cherry pie. Oh, that was nice, though. And then even better, she put in headphones and started playing music. We could hear music on her iPod, iPhone. Blasting out. Oh, that was a lovely Uber poor. And then you got to keep taking Uber poors. People are like, you're only saving a dollar. But I'm like, I'm getting gems. Do you want the time I've had a... My Ubers, let me see. I've written down some. Like, I've been offered threesomes in an Uber poor. Remember this one time? I got an Uber poor and there was a girl. No, we picked up a couple. And um, I had just been boozing at a bar. And my friends knew an Irish dude who's in one direction. And the guy, Niall Horn. And um, I, was, I think I'd left that bar or something. And the girl was like, all chatty. Where are you all from? I think they were from Utah. I can't remember. And she's like, and then she found out I was Irish. And the dude in the back seat, I just presumed... They were friends because he was just—he seemed very gay, and uh, they were, the girl like went mental when she found out I was Irish. She was like, "Oh my god, I love Nat Horn, I love One Direction," and I was like, oh, "I was just drinking with him." And then she thought that I was like famous or something. She's like, "Oh my god," and she started saying to her, "She was like, oh yeah, with me and my boyfriend was her boyfriend fiance. I can't remember." We're thinking of moving to West Hollywood or we're staying at this hotel. And then she starts like reaching from the front to the back to rub my knee. And she's like, you should come to the hotel with us. And she says to the boyfriend, can he come back? We could all have fun. And I was just like, huh? It's just a threesome. And then the boyfriend, when he spoke, he was just like, oh, yeah, this guy's definitely gay. He was like, yeah, come, come. And then he was trying to rub my knee. And then I'm in the back seat. Oh, the driver was a Chinese lady. Who, like, was just, water, you want water? What was her name? I think her name was Cat or something. Screaming, you want water? And I was like, save me. These two people rubbing my knee. Can't beat an Uber poor. It's always odd when you run into, like, an unreal hot girl in an Uber poor. They're like, oh, what's up there? This one time. It was, like, maybe 4.30 in the morning. I was just thinking about this the other day. It was 4.30-ish. Got an Uber poor home from a after party. And uh, <clears throat> picked up. It was random, too. I had to cancel about four or five of them because they were all about 94 minutes away. And eventually, if you cancel it just enough times, you can... Um, they'll send one that's two minutes away. You have to get it just enough, though. If you don't know who the Uber poor is... It's an Uber pool. If anyone in Ireland is like, what's the fuck's an Uber pool? It's where you share your Uber with other random people. And then it's cheaper. And you know me. Cheap man. Cheap man he is. Save the pennies. So I can buy new t-shirts. That's the plan. But, uh... So I'm going home from this after party and we pick up another girl. And it's like, usually it's like, ah, where the fuck are we going? But this girl got in and it was like, holy Jesus, she's unreal. Savage. 
And I was like, oh, how's it going? So we're in the back seat. You can at least say hi. And she was sound. And we just started chatting. And she was like, oh, take my number. And then we swapped numbers. She gave me her Instagram. And then I got her number. And uh, the next day then, she was like, oh. I was like, yeah, we should get a booze. Like, she was savage and a good laugh. I was like, this is very odd. This is very odd. And it was Sunday and I was hungover. And I've got a couple of good Sunday friends who are like, yeah, we're up boozing. Come out for one. And then she was like, I'll meet you around 11 if you want to get a drink. And I was like, all right. And so I went to meet my buddies first at Barney's, um, which is a good Sunday Sunday boozing spot if you're ever in West Hollywood. So I'm down there and it's one of their birthdays. And I get there and they're just handing me shots. Handing me shots. It's insane. And the shots here aren't shots. They're like glasses. I'd say they're like triple, at least double Irish shots. They just get a big glass and they keep pouring until you're like, oh, Jesus. And then they stop. At least that's what they do when they know you at a bar. So I was drinking these monster, monster. I had so many of them. It was insane. But I was like, nah, I can handle my booze. Oh, I got demented. Oh, I got drunk as a skunk. Oh, I was hammered. And I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go meet an unreal girl. So I go to meet this girl pretty drunk. I can handle my booze. So it's, I can still be dancing and stuff. But I knew I was, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm drunk. Go meet her. We do another shot. Then it's just like, let's keep going out. We're on the way. It's like we were doing a voyage across America. We started in New York. We're like, let's go. Let's hike to California. That's where we were. We just kept hiking. Ended up going to some club, bar club stuff. This is how I knew I was drunk. I was like, should we go dancing? If an Irish guy starts dancing, you're like, all right, he's drunk. Usually an Irish guy at a bar at a club, his arm or his hand will be touching the bar. You'll never find him too far away from touching the bar. It's home base, keeps you steady, and um, the booze is there. It's a good place to be. If he's dancing, he usually has one elbow on the bar, and his feet probably or his head are swaying or he's clicking a finger he's not actually on the dance floor dancing like a fool but i was like no let's go dancing and then i was like ah dancing and there was more shots then oh then i was just like then i woke up in bed (laughs) oh the hangover i had that day people that was an awful that was me being like i gotta get back into religion And then I checked my phone. The sweet relief of phone here, yep. Wallet here, yep. Chain here, yep. Good to go. Um, So I checked and I saw a text from her and I was like, she was like, okay, yeah, you better just sleep. You're drunk. And I was like, oh, yeah, so uh, fun time, huh? And she never replied. And then I was like, oh, Jesus, what even happened? I don't know what happened. And that's the worst. That's when my brain starts filling in these weird blanks. Did you insult the poor girl? What did you do, Marky boy? And then I'm just sitting there and it's a Monday and you're goosed and you try and gym and sweat it out. 
But you're two ghosts. You're ghosts and you're fooling yourself. And then... Um, no reply. That's the worst, not knowing. That's how you torture someone, which is good. I definitely deserved all the torture. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm quitting booze. I'm going back. I, I remember I got an Uber that day. This happened a few times, but this woman... This happened to me last week, too. But this woman... She was like, people are possessed too. I remember there was a guy in an Uber, an Uber driver before. And he was like, people in West Hollywood are filled with the devil. The devil and the, the ghosts of dead people. That's why uh, people have... Oh, that's it. He was like gay, but he couldn't admit it. So he was like, I'm only gay because the dead people are at fault for my gay desires. I remember this other Uber driver told me that. He was like... He asked if I was gay, and then he told me he had sex with a man once because God told him to. <laughs> and he was like, God is telling me I should do it again. And it's like, what are you saying? Five stars, but what are you trying to say to me? I had an Uber driver once, and he was like, he told me he saw me do stand-up before. And I was like, oh, did you like it? And he was like, no. So that was uh, that was nice of him. I've had women, it's not just dudes offering me sex too. One time, I've definitely said this before in the podcast, but you know, they're all flooding back now. They're all flooding back to the brain. This dude was like, hey, you're my first uh, Uber customer ever. You want to make out to celebrate? I was like, what? And he was like, okay, I can give you a blowjob. And I was like, what the fuck? One time an Uber driver pulled in for a cry. That was a strange one. I hate hearing people cry. That's why I always close the window. If I hear someone outside crying, I'll say, no, thank you. Oh, another weird one for the Uber was like, this dude, he was like my granddad in the fact he was old. <laughs> but whenever I meet an old person in West Hollywood, they're so rare. There's no old people here. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's like my granddad. This dude told me he was 68 and he used to be a producer. And I was like, oh, yeah. And we were driving, and we were driving from... I remember I was golfing that day, and I was coming home. So it was like a long drive. So I got an Uber poor, saved some bobs, and uh, he was a porn producer. And he was like, ah, oh, I made so much money. But I didn't realize the internet was going to take away everything. He lost all his money because he just couldn't save anything. But he was a porn producer, and then he was just going on. He was naming out the porns he was doing. Ah, uh, it's just weird hearing this like sixty-eight-year-old dude being like, "Anal Bleachers Four was a great hit for us." You're like, what? He was telling me that in Russia, uh, anal porn is huge. I remember that. He's like, yeah, he used to fly us out to Russia to shoot porn, and I'm just like, all right, this is a nice four four p.m. conversation to be having. And then I remember uh, then we picked up like a young, like a ten-year-old girl or something. And she was like, her mom had ordered her an Uber to pick her up after school or something. Good mom. Sending her in with me and this Russian, or this porn producer dude. But then the girl was like, she thought she'd strep throat or something. And she was like sneezing and coughing in the car. And you're just like, ah, oh, this is brutal. And also, thank God the driver stopped talking about what he was talking about before she got in. But you know, fun times, fun times. I knew a driver before. 
what is it on Valentine's? She told me she was married. She already mentioned on the ride that she was married, and then she asked me out on a date at the end because she loved my accent. And that was like nice times. Um, I remember I was having a, an Uber driver once. <laughs> he was driving me to the airport. He was about 60, and he was a ventriloquist. <laughs> he kept pretending there was a little boy in the car with us. And he was like talking, and then he pretended that he started hitting the door as if thought the little boy was outside the car, trying to get in. And you're like, "Ah, oh, this is just this is fucking bizarre." Um, I've had an Uber driver ask me if I wanted to smoke some meth with him, which is always nice. That there's one guy asked me if I wanted to do cocaine because he couldn't calm down; he had to do more coke to keep on driving. Uh. Oh, there was a, one woman was telling me that her other job, she's an escort, she juggles the two. I have women uh, offering me sex too, forgot about that. Offer me sex. It's not just the men who are out there being creepy, it's the women too. One woman was driving her husband's car and she had, her husband had been cheating and she was driving around looking for someone to cheat on him with. She was like, are you interested? And I was like, you're not my type. Otherwise, I have no qualms. Um, all right, last one I can think of. This other Uber driver. He, when we finished the ride, he handed me his card. And he said, if you ever need anything. <laughs> and then I was closing the door. He was like, I'm a top and a bottom. <laughs> it's like, all right, then. Thank you for that kind information. Uh, what was I even on about? Can I bring it back? Come on, brain. Come on, memory. Oh, yeah. So then that time that I was having the worst hangover ever after the worst date ever because I am a dopey, dopey fucker. I admit I'm a, I'm a dope. I can be fun, but then few too many drinks. That was one of the drunkest I've been. Imagine showing up to a date. Lovely girl, sound, beautiful, and then this fucking idiot. How's it going? Let's do a shot. Woo. Um, so I didn't hear back from her, and then this Uber driver was like, ah, oh, what are you doing? I was just like, ah, oh, I just going to some comedy show. I can't even remember. And she, or maybe I was coming home from buying food. She was like, I think you need to say a prayer. And she just started saying prayers, and she was like, who are we praying for? And I gave her a false name. But then she made me pray along, and I was like, all right, I have nothing to lose. You know that's when you're a hangover is at its lowest when you're like, all right, religion, dig me out of this one, baby. Help me, Jesus. Um, she was like, what's your favorite quote from the Bible? And I was like, or oh, the opening line, insecurities are a lot like STDs. We all have them. And then she said, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, this is my stop. Thank you. Oh, and then I remember I was so hungover that day, too. I saw someone post about, if you need to stop drinking, why not try this book? And it was How to Stop Drinking. And I ordered it. And it came the next day. Because I was like, I need this book right now. I need this book, people. 
I don't even want to quit booze. I just feel so bad because I haven't heard back from that girl, which is the worst ever, not hearing back. I was in torturing myself. Oh, the abuse I gave myself. And then the book came, and as I was about to open the package, I got a text saying, Hey, how are you? You were drunk. All cool. And I threw that book in the fucking bin. That was a close one, people. We almost lost me. We almost, I drove that book out to the beach and I threw it in the ocean. I said, get away from me. Get away. You're ruining my portal to fun. We almost, we almost had me. Apparently, um, apparently what happened that night was that the girl, or we went back to my apartment and we went to my bedroom and I took off all my clothes and I got into bed and I closed my eyes and I went to sleep and I just left her standing there while I took a nice sleep for myself. And you know what? Jeez, I'm a nice guy. You know, I said I need a nice sleep. I better let her go home early. She doesn't want to be up too late with me slobbering, with me giving and having sex with my hamstrings giving out, seizing up. Season up. Do you know what I, I was trying to think the other day what's the the biggest relief? Is it coming back from an STD check and the doctor saying, You don't have AIDS? And you're like, Hallelujah. Is it the first five seconds of pissing yourself? Can't be beat for pure relief. You're just like, Ah. Followed by so much shame that you'll probably want to kill yourself. But the first five seconds, oh, they're sweet, sweet, sweet spots. Or is it when you're having sex with a girl and you realize you hear the song in the background and it's a different song than was playing when you first started having sex? Because then you're free. Then you're in the open. You've put in, you've put in some lovely lovemaking. You've put in the shift. Now it's all, it's all joy from here on in. You can't be accused of flying the coop too early you can't be accused of the horse that bolted out the stable barn doors you can't be accused of Mr. Seven Seconds Mr. Seven Seconds as they used to call me after the first time I had sex because I didn't realize that you you had to complete it I just thought you had to put it in and that song seven seconds away yeah, just as long as I'll stay. People used to sing that with me when the word got out that I was Mr. Seven Seconds. I just stuck it in for seven seconds and I said, we did it. We did it, guys. We did it for the team. So whenever I hear a new song come on, I'm like, phew. Mr. Seven Seconds lives to fight another day. Which one of them is the best relief? I don't know. But that's a good one to have let me know what's your biggest relief i like the way mine are all deviant related um so yeah good times and uber poor can't even remember where that fucking came from was i talking about a horse squats my pan my beautiful pancake ass who doesn't love a pancake I won't eat them because I don't eat pancakes anymore but 99.9 percent of people love a pancake um, oh, another thing I realize, actually, this one's, f- oh, two great tips for the, for the fellas out there. The girls might beg to differ, but this is my own dumb 
I thought if you're having sex and the girl's like, oh, I'm, I want you to come, that means, okay, I've had enough sex. Let's end it. <laughs> I want you to come means, all right, you can stop whatever the fuck you're trying to do. I, I'm, I'm over this. I'm out of game or else I'm just purely over it. It's not doing anything for me. So I want, oh, I want you to come means I, you're getting the nod. Your time to take you out of the, out of the action. You're being substituted for when she goes home and does it properly with her, with her vibrator. You're off, you're off the team, fella. I keep sniffing. I don't know if it's dust. It's either dust or all the cocaine I'm doing. Only joking. I think I'm always just... I realize dust is like... No matter how much I clean my house, I can't get rid of it. And in that sense, it's a lot like chlamydia. Oh, classic joke. Giving you some free classic jokes. I don't know why I'm sniffing. It's weird. It's weird. It's as very strange. Uh, speaking of strange, I almost got in a fight with a one-legged man yesterday. It's weird how many times I've almost got in a fight with a one-legged man. Like, I presume, if he would ask me that when I was young, I'd say never. But I definitely had two, if not three. I've had one guy was walking down Sunset, and he's, he was on a in a wheelchair, and he had one leg. And he had a cane with him. And for no apparent reason, just because I think I was walking. I always feel guilty to walking past people in wheelchairs. Especially if I'm out running, it feels like I'm rubbing it in. But um, uh, the guy with one leg swung for me with his cane. He was like, fuck arrow. Another time, I was waiting for an, an Uber or something on Hollywood. What's even a bus? I don't know. And this dude, a one-legged dude again in a wheelchair, was like trying to ram into me, which is weird because there were so many people on the street waiting for the bus or just, it was a packed street. He picked me out. God only knows why because of my big dumb head. And he kept trying to ram his fucking wheelchair into me. And I was like, here, man, what are you doing? He was like, fuck you, Walker. And he rammed it into me. And then he stood up on his one good leg. And he's like, fucking fight me or something. And I remember just being like, no. And I kind of pushed him to sit down back in his seat. (laughs) I pushed the one-legged man. He sat back down. And I briskly walked away. That's what you can do, I realize. You can briskly walk away. He wasn't going to get around all the people. And then yesterday, I was at Ralph's. It's a, a store over here, a grocery store, as they call them. I was at the deli waiting to buy some food. And this dude in a wheelchair, one-legged homeless dude, comes up. And he kept asking me if he could use my phone. And he'd like, he had a patch on his eye and then he had a patch in his head. He was drooling. He looked filthy. Like, I wasn't going to... He could have just picked up my phone and thrown it away. I couldn't trust him. And that might sound uh, prejudiced, but, you know, I wouldn't trust a normal-looking dude. wouldn't trust a normal-looking girl. If the girl was very hot, I'd be like, all right, this is suspicious still. I wouldn't trust anyone. I w- unless they were like, here's $20, can I make a quick call? I'd be like, all right. But he kept asking me, kept asking me, and he was trying to ram into me. And I was like, here, man, 
no. And he's like, just let me use your phone. And then I lied because I'm a weak man. And uh, I said, it's not even a phone. It's an iPod. <laughs> and then right on cue, right on cue, my phone started to ring. Right on cue. And he looked at me like I was a real prick. My buddy, comedian buddy, Ian Edwards, phoned me right on cue. Phoned my iPod and gave away my uh, my brutal lie. So shout out to Ian for really ruining me. Jeez, yeah, that one like the guy didn't like me. I got a lot of abuse recently, but it, I don't really mind. But it's also dumb. I wrote this tweet ages ago saying something like, Without doubt, the worst kind of people in America are straight white Ameri- straight white men, which is fair. They're the worst kind. I have lots of friends who are like that, but usually the worst people seem to be that. And all these, some like uh, Trump supporters, I don't know, some fucking right-wing nuts or some bots found it and just given abuse. And it's like, they're too dumb to engage. If they were funny or like if they were trying to be witty, you'd be like, all right, but these people are so dumb. They always have fake avatars and they're just like, oh, yeah, you're racist, you hate men. It's like, all right, you're being dumb. Stop. I feel like white guys complaining about racism is like men complaining about periods. It's like, all right, it doesn't really affect you, so stop. Cop on now. I hate too some people online that will be like uh one of the one of the girls or a woman was like I don't know what she was calling me, she was calling me a fucking idiot or something. And she was brutal haircut. And I was like uh, should, uh shouldn't uh, shouldn't you shouldn't you be that haircut? Something like that. So her haircut was just like horrendous and she was like, Oh, oh that's cool. You'll mock, uh, I just grew it back, I had leukemia. And her account was fucking private. And you're like, all right, I didn't know that. She was like, aren't you the big man mocking someone with leukemia? And I was like, well, I didn't know that. So no, I wasn't mocking about that. And I fucking hate that you brought that up to make it be like, oh, uh, I have leukemia and you're the big man mocking me. No. That happened before too with uh, my buddy posted a post. And he's got like a million followers. And he posted a, something like taking the piss out of me. And I was just replying to people mocking me because we were in a long Uber at the time. And I was like, all right, just I'm going to mock these people back because it can be fun to mock. I enjoy a good mocking. That's why I hate when a hot girl mocks me. And I'm like, oh, well, now I like you more. Um, what is that? What is that deep-seated, deep-seated uh, insecurities? It's like the Bible says, insecurities. They're like STDs. We have them. We all have them. And she said some. She called me a beta or something. She said something like, uh, oh, I feel so sorry for you. You're such a beta. So I clicked on her profile. They're always private too, these little fucks. They're always hiding. And she said some. I can't remember her profile, but she was like, mother to hashtag... Braid, Bray, Bray Anden, and uh, Bray Anetony. She spelled like Brandon and Brett Bettany stupidly, like adding, like, it's just so dumb, so dumb. So I said, reply back to her, 
comment was like, oh, I feel so bad for you, you beta. I said something like, I feel so bad for your children that you named them Brianthony and Brietna, whatever the hell they were called. And then she was like, oh, you're the big man mocking my children when one of them has cancer. And you're like, how the fuck was I meant to know that? You're hiding them over there. You can't come at me and then I mock back with all the info you you only let out. He's like, you're the big man. I'm like, I feel bad your son now has cancer. That's awful. And you've given him a dumb name. So I was mocking his mother for naming them such dumb names. I was not mocking him for cancer. The poor fella. I hope he grows up and changes his name. I hope he beats cancer and then changes his name to Brandon, properly spelt. And then his mother will be like, you didn't love your name? He'll be like, no, it's fucking dumb. That's That motivated me to beat cancer, to change my name when I was legally allowed to 18. And he was good to go. He lived a, a strong life. Strong life he lived. He lived well. So yeah, if you're one of those people. Also, if you're another one of these people. All right, so the shows I do at the Laugh Factory every Friday have been gone delightful. And they're like packed. They're getting really busy. And I, I don't mind giving f- people free guest list. But like people can't understand. It's so odd. I'll post on Instagram. If you want free guest lists, just send me your name plus how many more. Because you don't realize people will just send you, hey, and you'll be like, yeah. So is your show Friday? Be like, yeah, that's what it says. So can I, how, how do I come around getting on the guest list? It says it right there in the fucking post. All the info's there in the post. Okay, what time is it on? It's on the fucking flyer. It's right there on the fucking flyer. Read it. Where is it? It's fucking also there on the flyer. The place is tagged. It's on the flyer and in the caption. Okay, so how do I do it? Look at the fucking instructions. The instructions are right there for the love of Jesus. Okay. My name is Mary. And he was like, all right, Mary, I need your full name. Okay, my name is Mary, and I want to bring a few friends. Is that okay? And you're just like, oh, fuck. Which is grand if it's one. But when it's fucking 100 people or however many people, you're just like, it's not 100. But still. It'll drive you mental. Drive you mental. Drive you mental. And people don't seem, people think they're the only person that messages to, so they're like, you should be grateful. And I'd be like, no, I don't care. Don't come. Like, if you're annoying before you come, then don't come. There was like a woman last week, and she phoned up the Laugh Factory. She was, I, I still can't figure out who it is, but it drove me mental. She was like, yeah, I'm on the guest list, and um, I'm on the guest list, and I just want to know, the last time I was there for his show, it was very busy. There were a lot of queues, and... Um, we had to buy drinks when we got in there, which is like it's free in. You save twenty five dollars a ticket. You can ask me to put it on you plus ten, and you're saving so much money. Then you have to buy two drinks. You can buy two waters. I think that's two dollars a bottle, one dollar even. I don't know, two or four dollars. You get all these 
big time headliner comedians and you're getting it for five dollars if you want to keep it that cheap and you're phoning and she was like yeah the queues were bad it was so busy she was like what can you do for me and even the the woman at the box office who probably has the patience of a saint was like um you need to calm down and she was the woman who phoned was like i don't like your tone i don't like i i phoned up expecting better and i don't like your tone my son's name is Brian and my daughter's name is Brian Hattony. I remember right, I was having, I was at a place called Zinko's Chicken, I think. And the woman next to me was like, first of all, people, parents in America talk to their children like way too much. Like it's, they're trying to talk to them as well. They're trying to impress everyone else around them. It's like, all right, calm down. No one cares if your son is intelligent. You care, and that's enough. We're all just strangers eating chicken on a Sunday. Nobody cares. And then her son's name was Bethany. And you're just like, what? Bethany. You're just like, huh? Bethany, tell me about your the book that you're reading. War by Tolstoy. It's probably not even called War, but I forget... Anyway, that woman, if you're that woman, I still, I turned into Liam Neeson. I was like, I will find you, whoever that woman is that phoned up complaining about being on the guest list before the fucking show. But I still haven't found her. So I'm obviously a brutal Liam Neeson. You could get taken and I'll be like, I promise to avenge. I'll find you if you get kidnapped. And then 12 minutes later, I'll be like, well, I tried. I tried and I failed. Oh, I tried and I failed and I failed miserably Because I am a fucking chump A chump Pump, a pump, a pump, a pump I'm a chump I'm a chump I'm a chump, 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 chump I'm a chump I'm a chump So yeah, if you are that person, please let me know Please let me know, cause you're a fucking idiot. It's it's tough when you're like dealing with idiots, and then you can't you you know they're not going to know they're an idiot. At least if I do something dumb, I'm like ah, I was an idiot. But like I remember, I've heard this twice that people neighbors of mine have broken up. Like one time I heard them, and they were like, the dude was like, oh, I'm an ESTP, and you're an INTJ. This was never going to work. Like, he was breaking up with her based on personality tests. And the girl was like, yeah, I know. I think they were living with each other, too. And you're just like, what the fuck are you on about, you fucking weirdos? Oh, you're a vegan, but I'm a a non-dairy vegan, whatever the f- What are those other vegans called, the worst ones? You eat eggs, and I just can't hack that anymore. I can't hack it. Do you know what I can't hack? I've had to... I'm sick of passwords. I have so many... I think I have eight passwords. I realized this this week. I have probably eight passwords and probably six friends. So now I have more passwords than I do people that I can call friends. That's too many passwords. And I don't feel good about putting all my passwords into one place. Do you know the big password thing they do? 
store all your passports at one because then you forget that passport and then you're really fucked. You're really up Shit's Creek with just the paddle. Don't even have the boat. You're knee, di- knee deep in the shit. Knee deep in the shit and you're goosed and you're goosed and you're buying books on how to quit booze but then you get the text saying hey how are you and you're like Woohoo. it's not as bad as we thought not at all not at all not at all not at all not as bad as my lack of sleep oh my lack of sleep something's happened in where i live my streets has just got constant noise from 7 a.m i was thinking of should i buy more pillows I was like, why? I have to change something. I have to change the sleeping. It's not working. I used to be a great sleeper. Now, no. I was thinking, I was like, should I buy more pillows? And then, this is so dumb. I remember when I was growing up, my mom was like, if you use two pillows, you'll get a double chin. And I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Because when your neck is there and you're pushing down and you've got the extra chin, that's... And then I was like, wait, was I fat? Or were we just too poor to buy extra pillows or was i just a fat child and my mom that was my mom's way of subtly telling me was that an old wives tale the two pillows trick did i get bamboozled why is that something that i'll remember for the rest of my life kind of like one of those old, old wives tales where you're like oh yeah her prince took out a couple of ribs so he could give himself a blowjob same as marilyn manson is that my the two pillows? Was I done? There's a lovely thought to end this lovely podcast. I think we've covered some awful bases, but we covered them. We covered them nicely. Not in glory, but in shame. Nice bit of shame. All right. That's been pure delight. If you're on this Friday, hit me up if you want to come to the show. It is stacked to the brims it's like a stack of pancakes it's like a stack of my ass who do we have we got Chris D'Elia Whitney Cummings Thomas Dale Michael Anochi Theo Vaughn Shepard Lacey and myself 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 alright hit me up on all that gibber Instagram at the Marquez Twitter at Trickadoo Check out my books. Go on, buy a book. Send me a photo of a book you bought of mine. And it'll be like, yay. Until next time. Good luck, good luck. Good luck, good luck. Good luck, good luck, good luck.